episode, I don't even know. We're just going. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> We're just yeah. out here doing it. <laughs> Our release schedule is like, oh, are we on episode? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but talking to myself, we're back. Malcolm, Malcolm. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, first things first, as always, thank you, thank you for everybody who does tune in, uh, listens to us. Yes, thank you. Um, and I know Malcolm has been talking to people, and I've been talking to people. Um, and I've really been getting some great feedback, um, a lot of great commentary from people who do listen and like really enjoy the conversations. And thank you for those that do reach out. Um, give sure. us you know, all the, all the love, constructive criticism that they have. And thank you for those that connect us to other people who feel like they would enjoy this conversation and want to also participate in these conversations. Um, I know that, you know, we say this a lot, but we do have some guests coming. We do have some people on the way that we've been talking to, that we are going to talk to. Yeah, uh, people, so really schedules are crazy. Yeah, Our exactly. You know, I've been super crazy. Um, so it's been a little hard to get everything lined up. You know, a lot of people we're talking to, I've been out of town. So it's just been a little bit difficult to get everything to align the stars to, to make it come true. But, um, you know, now we just finished with our first year of grad, grad school. school. Yes. Oh, my God, dude. It, wow. It, it couldn't. Well, I, it, we were just saying, like, it, it went it by flew really by. fast. Yeah, it did fly by. But it while you're really in fast, it, but, but while you're in it, it's like. <laughs> What yeah, is going on? Yes. But it's so crazy because, yeah, once you hit submit on Blackboard with that last assignment, I just felt like a whole new world. Yeah, you're reflective. Like, you're like, oh, man. Yeah, I was like, wow, wow I really did that. <laughs> I really <laughs> did that. Oh, my yes. God, no. This yeah. is awful. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So shout out to all our professors, man, though, like throughout the year. Yes. You guys have really taught us a lot. And I think, like, that reflection piece is so important because – like now reflecting like uh actually yesterday i went and i looked at all the courses we've taken and like just reflecting on how much content knowledge like we've gained and like theory yeah exactly (laughs) exactly it's just like wow um and another really interesting too though and i think like this is the unique part of the urban teachers program and i think all the programs that have this um, duality where you're in the classroom and you're also taking uh, coursework of like seeing the theory and practice either collide. You know, sometimes you see the theory and practice mesh perfectly. Sometimes you get all the theory and you see nothing of it in practice, (laughs) right? Um, So being able to like really witness that and like see how there really is a divide, I think, in like the educational world between like, I would say kind of like, I guess you would call them what, like the giants or the titans of education, like Fontes and Pinnell. Um, You know, all these things they teach, you know, guided reading, close reading, you know, balanced literacy instruction. Um, And seeing how like, you know, they've done this research, they've learned that, you know, these things work and that being consistent with these things will help our children get to the highest level that they can be. But then you really witness how like a lot of teachers don't know how to practice those routines yeah um they don't know the practices and i think like education is almost groundbreaking in a sense of like it is always changing and but like you constantly do need new teachers coming into the fold because i've seen that like some older teachers you know when they went to school they weren't learning about this and now that all this new information is coming out, they're just like, well, it's too late for me. Like, I'm not about to switch up my ways. Yeah, like, and, and, you know, honestly, I mean, like, I, I mean, I think it'd be fairly safe to say that in five, six years, 
we may be um, yeah, not i mean we're not fossils but like we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll be yeah we'll be you know a little bit behind in terms yeah. of like what's on the quote-unquote cutting edge yeah of exactly so you know i think that's just an important aspect or important um, perspective to maintain as we go through this because uh, i feel like you can get a little bit on the you know i've got it figured out yeah. train when in actuality there's not a one size fits all or like one you know master key that's going to unlock you know all of the different doors of education yeah, like there's so exactly. many different things that go into this immense topic and this immense like pedagogy and ideas um surrounding education so yeah yeah you know. i agree um you know and we've talked about you know our edu our paths to education before in previous episodes um, and I know one thing for me that was really kind of um, eye-opening was like when I first thought, thought about education and being a teacher, I never really thought about teaching content. Like I never really thought, you know, like, okay, how am I going to get my kids to read? And, you know, how am I going to teach them these math skills? I was always more focused on like, you know, the social emotional and getting kids to connect with, you know, their dreams and waking up inside and connecting to, you know, their humanity and, mm -hmm. you know, social justice and stuff like that. Um, but sitting in coursework and like you said, just being packed in with all this information about reading and math and writing, I'm like, okay, wait, this is like real work. Like, yeah. you know, like it's really real work and like doing the assignments and like, you know, that kids, you know, the, the one of the jokes that I always say is like, you know, teachers are always talking about sound it out. But it's like, when you really say that to a kid and they're looking at you like, what are you Yeah, sound about? it out. What? <laughs> sound it out. And then it's like, oh, wait, let me, you know, chunk it and stretch it. And let me model all, this. Yeah, like all these other things. Like, that's one thing I can't appreciate, uh, I, I, I would say, schools of education for. Um, and that coursework, if it really teaches you, I guess, to teach academically. Yeah, you know, I think one of the things that I have had to sort of grapple with myself is, is sort of twofold. One, uh, I despise part, and I despise standardized testing. I think having to, to teach to a test is a little bit despicable. Mm -hmm. um, I think we should be teaching our kids to be critical, mindful thinkers, not just robots. Um, but then on the flip side, I see real value, and we're talking about this, right? Real value in um, standards. Yeah, yeah. In sort of, you know, once you learn this, then you can learn this, then you can learn, like, and sort of um, a balanced approach to how to sort of convey these concepts to students and you know then I feel like there are some you know other not so great difficulties and nuances that come with that you know when you know you apply a grade level to it and you mm -hmm. say by this specific time you have to have this learned um, but you know as I reflect on what I feel like I've learned throughout this entire year it is that there is value in sort of this breaking down of these key tools and these key aspects to um, this thoughts or these these areas of, of learning like science and math and um, language arts like 
and that's not necessarily has to, that structure doesn't have to be bad. And I think yeah, before I, I came into teaching, <clears throat> I was a hundred percent anti structure, like okay. all structure. <laughs> Anything, that, anything that had burn, to do, burn, yeah, 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 burn it all down. Like everything we do in education is just wrong. Everything that we do, you know, like kids should be able to express themselves in whatever they the way they want, and like screw any way we try to uh, <laughs> put, you know, box them in any way. I was well, the same way, you know, you know, right? But now I, I feel like I've had to sort of like take a step back and take a step back and be like, man, like there is, there are good ways, yeah, and structured ways of delivering the information even if we aren't necessarily there yet yeah in the actual delivery of instruction in classrooms yeah i agree i think the standards are a great way of keeping educators and students focused on like like you said there's certain things that you need to learn to do right mm -hmm. there's certain ways you need to be able to write, communicate, do math, perform operations, you know, critical thinking and all that. Um, and I remember when we were having that conversation, one, one important piece you said was that, like, you believe in the standards, but you don't believe the standards should be the end-all, be-all. No. Um, and that's one thing I can agree to, that the standards, like, yeah, if you're in second grade and you're not meeting second grade, if you're not meeting second grade standards with air quotes, right, then, you know, you should be deemed unable to move on to third grade mm -hmm. and all those other things i do agree with that as well um but yeah the standard with one thing the standards did show me especially like unpacking them and you know looking at them from a different angle is that yeah like you do be able you do have to hold your students to certain expectations you know what i mean and be able to tell them like you know some stuff is you know sometimes it's hard to say if it's right or wrong but some stuff is not going to be deemed acceptable in mm -hmm. society right and that is just the truth that our students have to learn how to accept. Mm -hmm. um, so I do believe in the standards. But I, like you said, I do believe in the standards more than the testing. Um, and I think that's one thing I can appreciate, uh, the coursework that we were able to endure. Um, endure. <laughs> <laughs> endure um, was that it didn't focus so much on teaching kids to pass a test. It focused on teaching kids how to be excellent. And like mm -hmm. how to like master those standards and yeah. how to you know be well, a smart instruction yeah exactly exactly um and i think like moving forward you know that's going to be always be a focus of my instruction it's like yeah like i'm not teaching you to the test i'm teaching you not even teaching you to the standards but i'm holding these standards for you and mm -hmm. teaching you how to exceed these standards so yeah, you can be the best student that you can be. Yeah, and then and then yeah, but then yeah, then comes the then comes the how do we assess that you're learning those standards yeah. correctly and there's a whole yeah. you know, that could be a whole podcast episode on yeah, its own, right? Exactly. But it's just it's just making sure that, you know, regardless of how students are going to be tested, that with these standards we're giving them, that we're allowing them to be critical thinking, uh, critical yeah. thinkers. You know, um, I was talking to my host teacher, and her uh, her student or her child goes to a, a Montessori school, a DCPS Montessori school here in DC. And one of the things that she was saying was that that school actually has one of the lower park testing mm -hmm. results in DC, but it has incredible funding, um, you know, and 
uh, it's a uh, about 50-50 split black and white school, um, and you know, so all the teachers were t given this incredible professional development opportunity where they were sent to Italy to learn oh, from, amazing. you know, the Montessori of a Montessori, you know, just like yeah. that type of stuff. And they're wondering why they're not getting the results on the test. Yeah. But she said that talking with parents, that you hear that the types of conversations and the things that they're hearing exactly. from their students are so much more profound and deeply rooted in those sort of like critical thinking skills that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, again, like I'm saying, like, I don't think this, the standards are not bad, yeah. but we really have to stop trying to teach to this test. That's like, yeah, it's the test. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. been, it's been really tough to go through this first year and watch as students creativity and their ingenuity is stifled and instead um they're being boxed in yeah to trying to get a four or five on this part in order for this not just the teacher but for the school to look good yeah nice. exactly because I mean, that's the thing it's never for the student like it's it's yeah. never for the student and that makes me think that example that really just made me think about like own classroom experiences and I have students like that. Like I have students that like are brilliant. Like can read a text and and tell it back to you and tell beautiful stories and, and write sentences and be descriptive and you know relate back to the text. Um, but I think yeah, when it comes to that standardized test, right? When they're looking at that, and it's almost interesting too, right? Where how like you know we 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 we've learned a lot about best practices, right? Mm -hmm. We've learned about UDL and having you know, these different means of representation, expression, you know, and how none of that is actually uh, shown, to, demonstrated to the students through the test. Like, this, the no, test is like a one-way ticket. Like, you're going to bubble in these answers, or right, now it's electronically, you're going to click on this answer, and that's it. You don't have any, yeah, you don't have any other way to show that you know these things. Um, and, like, it's, it's interesting that, through all the research and you know through all like I said these authors and these articles and these people who contribute that no one has been like okay wait a minute let's, <laughs> no, no. let's do something all different. these educational yeah, practices like, keep changing but the way we assess it is exactly, exactly stays the same oh. um but I think that's one thing as educators and I think like you know we always talk about ra radical educators is that you eventually and there's probably other educators that do this already do this, but eventually you have to, you yourself are gonna have to like stop caring about the test. That's like one of the like things I've always thought about. Like me myself, I'm going to have to stop caring. Like you know, sitting down with that principal, and I haven't been in one yet, but I can only imagine how those. Actually, I have been in one. Actually, I went to one with my host teacher okay. about about uh, data. And yeah, the principal is like, "Yo, we need these students to get to this level, and you have these students." that are scoring well, you need to keep them there, you know, and like bring these students up, don't let these students fall, and like creating all these strategies. But like, you know, what, what, I wonder what it does look like, you know, and like, especially as we're looking to like, you know, finally be secured as lead teachers and get that job. And you know, your principal's like, yeah, you know, your kids aren't really doing too well on park. And you're like, well, they have great conversations. And you know, he's like, yeah. <laughs> and you know, she's like, you gonna lost your mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, right? But it's like, at what point 
yeah, do you stand for, you know, like your values and what you believe in and say like, honestly, look, I don't care about that test. I like, know that my students Yeah, like you come into my classroom and my students can demonstrate to you how smart they are. But this test, you know, it, they're not going to be represented well on that test. They're, yeah, they're not and, like. And that, I think, again, yeah, I feel like that sort of leads into, you know, when we're talking about wanting to start our own school. Yeah. And when we're thinking about, you know, I think you said it pretty plainly um, that we are going to need to bring in our own team mm -hmm. that we're going to like really have to be searching for people that align themselves with what it is that we're saying because you know when we look at the I, I was I guess I should speak for myself when I look at my school and I see the administrators and the teachers that aren't like they could give a rat's you know whatever yeah. about about, yeah. about my students or any of the students they're just there for that paycheck like that's how, you know how can how can you have those people dealing with the, the these young minds like yeah yeah you have to be very careful about who you put into that space and yeah. you know I can tell you a lot of those administrators and a lot of those teachers that um, you know, don't necessarily care about the students. They care about those tests. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They care about making yeah. sure that they're getting that paycheck. Exactly. And they're getting the scores that they need <laughs> to get in order to be look good. Yeah. But when it comes to our students' actual education, that's that's not. Or they they're worried about the education to the test, not their students actually yeah. being profound thinkers. Yeah, exactly. So, and that like that makes me think about like a lot about like like I've been thinking about like the leadership I want to be under, you know, as as especially as a black male educator, you yeah. know, like I want to be under leadership that respects, you know, radical education that respects, you know, going the box. yeah going against the grain, and you know that probably is hard to find. Um, but potentially that that is what I would like to see because like, yeah, like you said it. It has to be a school thing. Like, as a teacher, you know, like, yeah, I could be in there with a great group of students, you know, and be teaching them all these great things, expanding their minds, elevating them, allowing them to have freedom of expression, you know. But then, yeah, say they don't meet all their marks on the park or the map or whatever test it is, right? And, yeah, that principal who, like you said, is so focused on the test, you know, he's going to fire me, right? Like he's yeah. he's going to, you know, he or she, if they're focused on the test, they are going to be like, you can't work here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's twofold, even thinking about funding. Yeah. You know, like, because that, that's also another barrier to sort of being a rad radical educator. Yeah. Is schools have to worry about funding. And yeah. schools that are getting funding are the ones that are showing through part that they're getting these quote unquote results. Yeah. Right. So like, I, there's a, I would say that's also like a rebuttal to what we're saying, right? Yeah. Is, you know, how, how this amazing school that we're talking about <laughs> doesn't have to teach to park and is just worried about getting critical, being critical thinkers in the classroom. Like how's that school going to be funded? And honestly, I, you know, I don't know if I have an answer to that, but yeah. we can't expect for there to be any sort of radical change or for there to be any sort of um, 
big wave uh, of change within education if that's not the way that we're trying to think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and you know, when I went to the um, the Black Men's Education conference. Convening Conference, um, I went to a session. Where was that, by the way? Can you remind me of that? Uh, Philadelphia. Oh, the Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, I went to a session, um, and I'm gonna look up the name of the guy so I can let you guys know next week. Um, but I went to a session by him, and he he was talking about radical education and how you know, especially teaching black and brown children, how we have to take a different approach and be willing to break out the box. Um, and a big thing that he said that spoke to me that said that he said that you know sometimes we have to be able to take the risk. That that's the only way change is ever truly going to happen mm -hmm. is that, yeah, you as one teacher have to be willing to say that I'm not going to teach the test and I'm not going to conform. And he, he even admitted, he was like, I get it. He was like, it might put you in a hard place. You might not, you know, you you might be looking for a job. You might get fired. All these things, people might blackmail you, whatever. But he was like, if you don't do it, who's going to do it? You know what I mean? And like that really spoke to me because I think sometimes when we talk about this too, like having impact in the classroom and outside the classroom where, you know, you have to kind of be willing to like spark the flame. You have to be willing to be that one person that's like, boom. But imagine if like how you're saying, all of a sudden there was a community of it, mm -hmm. you know, like one flame and like kind of like falling dominoes, the light just gets, keeps burning, it just keeps mm -hmm. flaming. And then, yeah, you know, because, you know, you never know. You might get fired from your job, but you getting fired. The, somebody else at the school might be like, oh, well, damn. Yeah. yeah, I'm not teaching 10 tests either. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and start setting that wave. But it is such a, I think, like, revolutionary concept to, like, kind of wrap your head around. And, like, when we talk about, like, you know, civil rights and social change, it's kind of, like, that big of a deal, I think, like, for our students, like, to contribute to our students, where it's, like, telling them, like, I'm not going to teach y'all to this test, like. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and um, it's sort of funny you say that, because, yes, the other day I saw this, uh, I saw this meme, and it was, like, this white girl, and she was sitting there, and she was like, uh, do you eat meat? Uh, do you recycle? Do you uh, use straws? Because um, you're killing, you know, you're killing the planet. Yeah. And then like the response was like, uh, you know, that's all great, like that's all good and great, Becky. But like, <laughs> but like, nothing's gonna change without a re like a revolution, yeah. right? And like, that's like, for real, yeah, exactly. like you know, like we can say, you know, all these little tiny things, um, you know, that people talk about. Is all great. Yeah, it sounds, exactly. sounds good, but you know where's the revolution? Where's exactly. the actual change that's going to come around to like really bring about the change that we're talking about? Because everything else is just a baby step. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's like I think one of the biggest things I think I like I think about. Like I said, especially preparing now. Like you know when we're when we were our residency year, which. You know, we're coming on the end of, of being, you know, TAs and mm -hmm. having those teacher. You know, we don't have that much control. So it's kind of like just watching, you know, yeah. observing and kind of doing what we're told and kind of just playing by the rules. So, Eureka every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we can get through it. And yeah, it's park, map, you know, pass, boom. But then it's like, yeah, when you become a lead, you know, and you're sitting there and you got 20 so kids, black or brown children blinking their eyes looking at you. 
Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? And when part comes around, but see, I do think like how we said about standards, I do think that you can teach kids to be critical thinkers, to be open-minded, to to love themselves, invest in themselves, have freedom of expression, and still have them ace. Oh, no. Standardized tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so that's the thing, too, where sometimes, you know, to break the system, you have to play the system. And, you know, you show that, yeah, I don't teach to the test. I don't really care about the test. My students don't care about the test. But when that test gets put in front of them, oh. they're going to knock it out the park mm-hmm. because we're ready for it. You know what I mean? Because we have taught so much and we've instructed so well. Um, and I think that, like, part of our practice has to be how to do that. Yeah, how can we play the system? Because, yeah, the system's going to tell you, you know, teach to the test. But you can you don't have to teach to the test, but your students can just still. Teach. Yeah, exactly. Just teach. And part of it, uh, we were having this conversation before, but sometimes I think we need more transparency with the students, too, and letting them know the history behind the standardized tests that they're taking. Because it, it can make it a lot less scary. Exactly. And let them know, like, this doesn't attach any value to you. It doesn't. It has nothing to do with who you are and how smart you are. It's not even that old. Exactly. It's like, you know, we're we're putting all this weight on something that in actuality... Is going to change. It's going to change. And it just did change. And so students don't don't think that this is it. Yeah, exactly. And let them know, like, I think especially too being, you know, younger, like, I remember, I don't know what test you might have had in Texas, but in Georgia, we had the CRCT. Um, uh, tax, I think, is what it was Yeah, and I don't even remember what that stands for. I don't remember. <laughs> but I took it, and I passed it. and But letting them know that, like, yeah, like, I was just like y'all, too. And I took that little standardized test and thought nothing of it. Like, thought mm-hmm. nothing of it. I just took it, I passed it, whatever, and went about my business. And letting them know that's the reality. Because one thing I have noticed at my clinical plate site is that, yeah, they, like, they really try to tell the kids, like, it's so important. Like, you need to take this test. And and now that it's actually, like, the testing window, they're doing, like, raffles for, like, iPads and Jordans and, like, all these things. So students will demonstrate scholarly behavior and pass the part. No, because otherwise, honestly, they won't care. Exactly. That's, that's, that's really exactly. why. <laughs> but I, I feel like there's, like, I feel like that's that's so wrong because you're, like, trying to, like, trick the kids. or You're undermining their intelligence to really understand what's going on. You know what I mean? Um, And instead, just telling them, like, look, y'all just need to take this test, pass it, show them what you know, and we'll get right back to having the fun, engaging, creative classroom that we have. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I I just think it's so interesting how even as adults, right, we can get so so bought into a standardized test. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I think... Yeah, all these sort of like revelations uh, are thankfully coming as we go into yeah, our right. first year. You know, I feel like as if I had gone straight into teaching at the start of the year, uh, I, I think I would have fallen on my face. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, facts. I, I think and I think like, really yeah, like if I didn't have like, like the educational background that I do now have, yeah, I definitely probably would have been like teaching to the test. Oh, yeah. Or I feel like I would have either not, I would have either been teaching to the test, I would have not been teaching to the test, but I would have not been teaching to the test effectively. Yeah. Like, I would have just been like, 
it would have been right. an accident because I would have been trying to teach exactly, exactly, <laughs> like exactly. But you know, having an educational background now, yeah, I definitely feel you know more confident that yeah, I could teach kids the skills mm-hmm. they'll actually need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. So uh, yeah, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Um, and I yeah, it's, it's it's crazy how much of a difference that can make uh, a year can make really. And just learning about education and like taking those courses, um, it is it's definitely a, a very valuable process, I think, and needed. Because I know there's a lot of conversation about you know what really makes a teacher, mm-hmm. and I don't think the educational background necessarily makes a teacher, but I see how necessary it is, you know, now. Like, and that reminds me of uh, what you were saying about people that go into teaching with a two-year plan oh yeah let's yeah, yeah. <laughs> call it that let's yeah. call it a two-year plan yeah. is, an exit plan yeah <laughs> is i'm going to go into education two years <laughs> and, and then i'm out yeah uh, and that's a plan that you have but like you have a definitive cutoff time exactly. for when things are going in and and, and and that's like that's that's it and um that, that's problematic. Yeah. Or, I, I mean, I, do you, I mean, you think... Yeah, I, I, I would say it's problematic for... And now, like, I'm thinking about it more the way you just said it. Like, it's problematic for two reasons. One, going into the going into the field of teaching with the mindset that you're going to teach for a certain number of years, especially when they're so limited, right? Two years, two, three years, whatever, you know, and I'm just going to be out. You're not even trying to really soak up what it means to be a teacher and how to educate. You're just kind of, like I said, using the students as a stepping stone. And I think that's so impactful in a negative way to where, yeah, it's going, no matter how you think, subconsciously it's going to impact your practice, right? Because there are going to be those days where it's hard and it's rough and you're going to be like, well, I don't care. I'm I'm about to leave. Yeah, I'm about to leave. So I don't care. Um, And then... When you go to those next steps, even if you have a background in education, a lot of those people, they want to go into educational law, educational psychology, educational policy. You're going in, I think, with uh, an inadequate background. Two years, I got it figured out. Yeah. like you know, That's all the experience I need. I'm yeah. going to make all this change, boy. Yeah, you're like, know. you don't even have enough data, <laughs> data or research for yourself to be able to be like, Oh wait, I know what's going yeah. on in, in these classes, especially for urban education. I believe you know, like for urban education, you got to be in it. You got to really do like do your own research yourself by like implementing some of these strategies. You know, yeah, like, try some new like. How are you going to be going there and expect to come up with some sort of new radical idea if you haven't actually implemented it? Exactly. You know, we're talking about going against the grain. Do the things that are against the grain. Exactly. Have the data to support. That is fire. Because exactly. exactly. that's one thing I think about too. Like a year from now, right? When we're still recording this podcast, <laughs> we're gonna be like, oh wait. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't that easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh dang. That's can you imagine going back and listening to these exactly and like, like I was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Man, no, my kid's be better past part. <laughs> oh man, that's, yeah, that's, that's gonna be so. Sad. But at least you know we'll have the we'll have the 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 data right, so people can fact check us. <laughs> like y'all, you were saying you know 
But, I mean, that is the reality, though, right? Like, you have to be in it. You have to experience it. You have to be willing to try out the things first before, yeah, you go and be like, yeah, this is the policy I want to write up. Well, did you do this in your classroom? How many students did it work for? How long did it take to work? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's a big discrepancy. If that's, if that's me, just take me outside. <laughs> just pop me. Just pop me. me take too. me out. <laughs> me too. If I'm like, no, I'm teaching to this test. Yeah, do you, do you like, oh, man, my, all my kids got fours and five. Yeah, we spent all day on the standard, the X, Y, Z, because we're really struggling. I'm, I'm uh, just hey, killing right? me. Killing <laughs> Please, God, Lord, if, if you're out there, <laughs> exactly. just just don't let me do that. <laughs> but I think that's a big thing, and I think even like like I said, this year, this coursework, that's why I'm grateful for it because we had we did have to implement a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. you know. And even in the lesson plans that were guided by standards and objectives, I tried to figure out ways to like you know practice some things and and no, you sure. know give some control to my students and allow them to have some expression. And talk about that, my reflections and the stuff that I, you know, submitted because yeah, it's a testing ground. Um, yeah, you know, you remember the the, um, the geometry lesson? Yeah. And I was so pumped out my lesson. You know, it was really loosely connected to, to points, but I was like, I was gonna make it work. <laughs> yeah. And and I went to implement it, and it, it was it was duty like. <laughs> like it was, it was, that's all. But the one thing I can say after giving it is that I saw my even though my execution was not necessarily where it needed to be. My students loved the idea. And that information, whether or not, even though it's not quantitative, yeah. right? Like that information is so valuable. Exactly. And it tells me that even though that I didn't do it right this time, that, that you can get I better. can get better and that I'm on the right track, right? That exactly. that sort of information is what my kids want. That that sort of information, that sort of like ideas that's what I need to be incorporating into my lessons because I won't have to worry about, uh, you know, these students thinking, ah, oh, this doesn't apply to me because they see themselves exactly. in it, right? Like that's, yeah, that's, and that's, that's the, the beautiful. Goal. That's the beautiful part about it. And like when we talk about education, like even as a teacher, you're still always going to be a student. Oh, for sure. Like you're still learning. And I think that's beautiful. Like that, that, that's a beautiful story of a teacher who is willing to say, okay, let me try something, right? And then, yeah, be able to open up to learn from it, you know, and not just be like, oh, well, that didn't work, so I'm gonna go back to Eureka. <laughs> no. Okay, that didn't work, but like you said, my students were engaged. I saw some type of level of engagement, some excitement, and yeah, going back to, yeah, just refining, you know, some of the instructional practices, mm -hmm. you know, but taking that and being like, yeah, this works, you know? Um, so I would think I would say that's a very valuable lesson. I think actually that's actually a very beautiful story to end this episode with. That sounds you good. know, <laughs> as we talk about that. So. Um, so again, you know, thanks for all the love. You know, we have probably about right now. What do we got? Like thirty plays. Yeah, thirty plays <laughs> per episode. You know, and that that feels well, great. You it know? feels good. We've As got thirty people willing to listen to yeah, us. We, you know, we've got some consistent viewership out there. Uh, some consistent love, and even the inconsistent ones, the ones that don't make it every single week. Uh, we still love you guys. Thank you so much for even taking exactly. 30, 45 minutes out of your day to listen to us talk, just ramble a little bit, uh, and continue to check us out on all the social medias. Uh, continue to reach out to us on the website, find ways to engage with us, um, and you know, just continue to show us some love because we really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Talk to you guys soon. Peace.